Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right uh, Real Estate Lead Generation Show, a real estate marketing show. We cover so many topics. Uh, today's episode is number 294, and we're here with a master of real estate lead generation, Isaiah Colton. Uh, Isaiah has uh, literally written a book on uh, lead generation. He has uh, his own website. He is a partner to other extremely successful real estate coaches. I can go on and on and on. Uh, Isaiah is the real deal, and he's super excited, I think, to talk to us about uh, what he does uh, in terms of how he generates leads. But Isaiah, why don't you take over and introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, awesome. I appreciate the introduction. And first of all, first and foremost, I love the service that you guys offer because it's 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 so needed in our industry because part of a great marketing plan is to make sure you have great technology to help power uh, your marketing pl- plan. And a lot of leads go untouched and unconverted because they don't right have the they don't have the right systems in place. And I, so I'd love first and foremost what you guys are offering. And that's why I was excited to be on this podcast. Um, one just a quick story about my background. Um, I uh, got involved in real estate through the kind of um, unexpectedly, uh, I didn't, I kind of tripped over it and, um, I didn't really ever intend to be in residential real estate. <clears throat> uh, what happened for me is in 2014, uh, I made an investment in a brokerage, uh, and, uh, I had a really strong sales and marketing background. I was full-time making six figures at a, as VP of sales for a fast growing online marketing company. And um, I, w- I was excited about that investment, but then over time, um, I was kind of frustrated at the results the brokerage was getting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, I kind of t- went to my wife and I said, look, I know this is the worst timing ever because we just had a baby. And, uh, but I said to her, I said, look, I got two choices here. I can pretty much just you know, let this brokerage keep going the way it's going, or I can kind of scratch my itch, which was, I had a really entrepreneur, entrepreneur bug. And uh, I'm like, I really want to just go full time in this brokerage. And if you give me the opportunity, I know I can make this thing work and make it, you know, and 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 have it be successful. And she kind of looked at me like I was crazy uh, at the time. And uh, but after after some convincing, she goes, "Look, if you can make a living for yourself, if we if you can make a living for our family, and you can get some traction in six months, all I'd ask is that we reevaluate in six months." And I'm like, yes, let's do it. So I took on the challenge. Uh, I left my my corporate job and um, basically took over the role of uh, operations for the brokerage. And in all my excitement of growing the brokerage, I went and signed up to all these lead generation companies, <laughs> thinking that that was going to be, uh, you know, the end all be all. And that's how you scale. You know, that's how you scale your business. And you just if you have enough leads coming in, everything else will work itself out, right? Right. Well, um, after spending about $10,000 a month or so um, for for a a couple months in a row and realizing that the leads weren't converting the way that I thought they should and um, really trying to have an effective follow-up systems and all that other good stuff that come with an an overall arching marketing plan ended up very, very frustrated in that process. And so um, I kind of took a step back and I, I just took a deep dive into sales and marketing. I went to every single convention related to, to sales and marketing that you can think of all the big names. Um, SMS? Uh, SMS, yeah. So um, I've- SMX. Uh, 
But it's, I think it's, it stands for something. Southwest Marketing Expo, I think is what oh, it is. Oh, sorry. No, like I that. haven't, I haven't been to that. Okay. But, um, I don't know if you, I don't know if it's you know a digital it. marketing thing. It's a digital marketing specialist thing. Like Neil Patel goes like the big, 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 yeah, big, big Neil, guys. Speak Neil there. is awesome. I've studied Neil. He's great. Um, I don't know if you, I've really ever, I don't know if you ever heard of digitalmarketer.com, but I've, that's a, another great resource. But um, Russell Brunson, I actually personally get mentored by him another big digital marketer, but I, I, I dug into some of the classics that Dan Kennedy. Um, if you've ever heard of Dan Kennedy before, I have. Um, he's, he's a classic man. Yeah. You're really, you're, Tony, you're Tony not Robbins kidding. Conventions, Chet Holmes. Like, so literally I've spent, I, I just spent as much money as I possibly could just really getting educated <laughs> on it. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, so, um, and so basically I, I, I rolled up my sleeves. I got on the phone and I started prospecting. And I started calling, I started calling these leads for myself because I wanted to get real life feedback on whether the leads were bad or whether they were not or what was wrong. It was my marketing plan. And so I rolled up my sleeves, I got in the trenches. And what I found is I started send, I started sending, uh, setting around three or four appointments a day. And uh, we started crushing it, particularly on the listing side of the business. That's what I'm going to talk about to, today is how to generate more listings specifically within your marketing plan, because it is a crazy market out there. Um, and make a long story short, um, that was the beginning to us having a lot of success. So we did 100 and 151 transactions our first year. And then we got this really, we got our, our marketing plan really honed in, um, our follow-up really honed in. And it got to the point where um, we had agents coming to us wanting to pay us uh, for our advice. So we launched a broker-to-broker referral program. Um, that was revolved around a sales and marketing strategy that I launched. And then we ended up hitting three years later, we hit the Inc 500 um, number three, the number three, uh, number the uh, 308, uh, as far as the fastest growing companies in the country. And we ended up doing uh, over well over, a bit. we ended up moving like over a billion dollars a year in real estate through this referral model. And so not only did I have a chance to grow a brokerage, which we have about 200 agents right now in our brokerage, but I also run a, a massive broker-to-broker referral program um, that uh, that is really just really focused on lead conversion and lead follow-up, and it's really kind of been an, an exciting venture. So I come, I have a unique perspective to bring to the market, and that's why a lot of people like Michael Hellickson uh, like to have me a part of their group because we can have really in-depth uh, strategies where I've had an opportunity to work in the trenches on a, on. Uh, I, I know what it's like on a day-to-day, but I also know what it's like to scale a big company. Uh, with over 150 employees. So um, that's a little bit about the background. So all that said, I made a ton of mistakes along the way. Uh, And uh, so what I want to do is share a formula that I've developed um, for people to succeed and thrive in with their marketing plan. uh, Because it is, you know, Jonathan said it, it is freaking crazy out there, especially if you're trying to generate listing leads, right? It's a crazy market. And so uh, we got to have, we got to be smart. We got to be, I'm, we got to have a strategy. Yes, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to we're, I'm really excited to get into that, but, but, but before we do, I actually want to just really quickly allow John to introduce himself to the audience so that they yes, know uh, who he is. Absolutely. So John, uh, John guys, for those of you listening to the sound of my voice and I, I, I am sorry for that because I don't have a voice made for radio. But um, I or podcasts, I guess, as it is. But uh, my co-host is pretty incredible. He convinced me to come onto this show about a hundred episodes ago. 
I was just an SEO guy, uh, plug, blog, you know, plugging away at blog posts and doing the things that SEO guys do, which is really not get in front of cameras and not be on podcasts. And uh, John um, and his partner at the time said that they'd really like to have me here. Anyway, he's done some incredible things. I've looked at his platforms and uh, he's building out a lead generation system for Facebook. Uh, it's called the MailRite system. He, that's on top of another successful business he has doing what are called LMS uh, learning systems on WordPress. So John is really uh, kind of like a jack of many trades inside the, 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 the entrepreneurial and digital space, just like you, Isaiah. So John, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, I'm going to keep it really short because you did a great job. And I want to hear what Isaiah's got to say. So I'm the founder of MailRite's. Um, we're going to give you more details at the end of the show, and I'm just going to put it back over to you, Robert. And let's really get into this because Isaiah's got a ton of knowledge. You got it. So Isaiah, so uh, forgive that that brief departure. You're about ready to tell us that you have a system that you've uh, made a lot of mistakes that uh, that you have a lot to share with us. So go go for it. Yeah, absolutely. So for the audience, um, I call this um, I call this the R E N success formula, and it's abbreviation for Real Estate Nexus, which is the name of my corporation. Okay. And um, this formula encompasses basically a, a, full, um, a, a full 360 sales and marketing plan, okay? Okay. So the reason why I call it a sales and marketing plan, first and foremost, the number one problem I believe that our industry has is they go out and develop a marketing plan, but they forget that it requires a human being to interact with that marketing plan for it to be effective, AKA follow-up, meaning your marketing is gonna get you to do so much, but it, you still, it still requires a, a sales process attached to it, right? Um, okay. So um, the first and foremost, if you are out, out and you're looking to develop an, a, an effective sales and marketing or an effective marketing plan, it first and foremost has to factor in that, that technology is going to give you leverage a marketing plan and social media is going to give you leverage, but you at the number one problem in our industry is people aren't upfront. You still have to go into your systems and follow up with these leads to make sure that they convert all the way through the pipeline. Anybody who tells you any different, okay, um, I would suggest um, it has another agenda, okay? Uh, meaning um, they either haven't been in the trenches, they don't know what it's like to build real estate, or they're just trying to push push a service that just isn't reality. Okay, so I like to start off with why I call a sales and marketing plan because okay. it has to factor in the whole process, right? And so, right. Um, and so, uh, does that make sense to you, Jonathan? How, how am I explaining mm-hmm. that? You're, totally. You're, so, uh, so with that. Here's where it starts, right? So it starts with lead generation. And if you look at your, your marketing plan, a lot of people are like, well, how, you know, I get asked this question all the time. Should I be generating leads? How much money should I spend to generate, generate leads? And what, what lead sources should I be looking at, you know, when I, when, if I am going to invest the money? And they're all great questions. And one of the mistakes that I made is not understanding the type of leads that I was investing in. Right. So I, I just I got all excited and I just signed up to these programs. that had really good pitches and I'm like, yes, I'm excited. But the problem, the mistake that I made was not being educated enough uh, on what the sales cycle, the natural sales cycle of those leads are, depending on how they come in. 
right? And so um, I was sitting here making all, all these assumptions like, oh, this lead generation company is good or this lead generation company is bad or I'm frustrated with this one or this one's working. And I really didn't know why and I didn't really have any business acumen behind what I was actually doing and why I signed up to them in the first place. So the first lesson with your marketing plan is you have to categorize the lead types that you're signing up to based on the sales cycle. So I'm going to give you a general overview of how we do it. All right. So we have what we call an A list, a B list, and a C list. Now, by the way, no matter where these leads, these type of leads fall, none of them are bad. They just have different sales cycles, right? Meaning they have different lead conversion cycles that we have to be aware and pay attention to. So for an example, um, there's what's called a, um, I want, actually I'll start at the top with what I would consider like a top of the funnel, a C list type of lead, right? And, and it's important in this market to know this. So you know what your return is going to be and what your cash cycle is going to be. So on your C list, I would put there like maybe like um, a list of a list of uh, of geographical data or like if you're going to do some geographical farming and you go out and you purchase a list of leads that you really don't know where they stand, but you want to go farm the neighborhood, right? Um, or maybe uh, you're going to do some just listed, just sold prospecting around and around a neighborhood. That would be what I would consider a C-list. It's something that is very top of the funnel. You have to do a lot of uh, digging or, or you know, to figure out where they where they stand, and and, it's, and they're they're very cheap, but it's a lot of work, right? And that's usually the trade-off. Um, so that's one example. There's other examples of what would go on a C-list, um, but I'm going to shift for the sake of time to what we would call a, a B-list. Okay, so a B-list is somebody who came in through what I call forced registration. And forced registration, would a good example of that would be like Google pay-per-click or, uh, or, like uh, or like maybe a social media lead where their intent wasn't necessarily to go to their intent. Let's use social media as an example, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. Their intent wasn't to go looking for an agent on Facebook. Right. Or their intent wasn't to go looking for properties on Facebook. So psychologically, they're usually a little bit further out in the conversion cycle because um, somebody put up an ad in front of them and it, and, it, and it interrupted their day and their pattern. But they were intrigued enough to click and submit their information. But usually that type of lead, that forced registration type of lead has a longer sales cycle. Now, is that bad or good? Well, it's neither bad nor good. You just have to know what it is, right? All right. Hold on one second. Yes. As we, uh, as we, we're going to continue down this pipeline, but we're going to go to break. And yes. when we come back, uh, Isaiah, we're going to let you jump right back into explaining forced registration, the expectations of somebody once they've forced registered for something on Facebook or someplace else. I love this conversation. I'm not saying much because I have not much to say. You're doing a great job. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please stay tuned. This is gold. This is gold. And we want you to mind them their hills. All right. We'll, we'll see you in a moment. 
Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with Isaiah Colton, and he is literally laying on some deep, deep wisdom about lead types. And he was just talking about force registration and Facebook. And uh, without, I just take it back, pick it right back up, Isaiah. Yeah, absolutely. So we were talking about um, social media lead, how it falls into a B type, uh, and and the reason why we believe it falls in a B type is because. They had a pattern interrupt, and then they put their information in, but they actively weren't seeking after an agent. Um, And because they weren't seeking after an agent, they most likely have a longer sales cycle, right? And so it's neat. And I get asked this question all the time, are social social media leads good or bad? And the answer is, is they're neither. They're, they're, They're every lead type. You just have to know, well, not neither, but there's no really bad lead generation type as long as you know what you're dealing with social media leads are great right that's right. It, it just you just have to know what you're dealing with and um and what i find is that once you know what you're dealing with then you can effectively uh develop a conversion plan or a marketing plan to follow up and convert them properly and making sure that you're going to get your roi which we'll talk about in a second right so right. um then what you have is what you call your a list right and so an example of an a list would be uh, your, your, your sphere of influence. That should always be on your A-list because that's going to be, uh, f- for the net dollars you put in, always going to be, if you nurture the relationships properly, you're going to get the most out of it. Another example, which I'm really excited about, and I want everyone to really please focus and pay attention to this part because it's the biggest shift in 20 years, in my opinion, that's happening in the lead generation, lead conversion space and if agents don't jump on this, the second they get done with this podcast, listening to this podcast, they are crazy in a loving way. Okay. So um, the, uh, and that is what, that is what Google just came out with a service not too long ago where they're really starting to push it, which is Google local service ads. Okay. And so here's why local, the, the local service ads are so important. Why we consider it part of your A-list and why this is the most important lead source you need to figure out how to tap into, in my opinion, in this market is because, uh, because they are going after search in a huge way. You're like, Isaiah, they're already in search. And like, I don't, I don't know what you mean. Well, uh, we all know Zillow just made a huge shift with their becoming a brokerage, right? Their, their intent is, is to really like go after the brokerage space. What happened in that process is they had to join all these MLSs. And as they join the MLSs, they're faced with an ethics issue because it says that you can't leave a bad review, okay, about another, you can't ever com- make a bad comment about another agent. So now Zillow, literally to, to, to stay in line with the local MLS rules, has to take down all of the reviews, Okay. They have to take them down. And so because they have to take them down, um, Google saw this transition that's happening and how all these agents are getting frustrated with Zillow. And they're like, hey, look, we have this local service 
uh, ads that is coming out and we're doing it in different industries, but we're going to put a hard press on doing it with real estate agents because of what's happening with this disruption with Zillow. And so um, basically they came out with a, what's called a pay per call service where if you optimize your business profile the right way and you sign up to Google local service ads, okay. Um, and you get a bunch of reviews and you follow the process and the guidelines, you can actually show up ahead of all of the SEO of all the organic placement right at the top with your phone number right there with your phone number right there. And what's happening is when they click to call, it's the one of the hottest leads on the planet that you can get because think about the psychology. They did a search and then they not only searched, but they called. And so what that's doing for the game is literally hundreds of millions of dollars are going to go from Zillow to Google, in my opinion, because of this uh, because of, of this phenomenon. I think it's the biggest thing that's happened in 20 years. And so the reason why this, I, okay. I would put this. Hold on, well. hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. So, so normally I would, I would be saying nothing, but you're, you're deep, you're deep in my territory as yep. like an SEO guy, because yep. that's search engine optimization. So yep. I'm just going to add a couple comments so that I feel Love like it. the topic has been, has been discussed uh, in all its di- dimensions. So Yes, the hyperlocal search packs have absolutely been present, and I did uh, like a like a tutorial for my clients on them. I want to say uh, maybe three weeks after it came up. A couple a couple of things that I'd like to add into what you just said. Please, hyper hyperlocal search results only come up when you're doing searches that relate to hyperlocal, such as realtors near me, realtors in realtors in city name. There are many searches, about 85% of real, real estate searches are not going to trigger the hyperlocal search results, just so that everybody knows. So yes, the conversion rates that we've been seeing, because I talk to my clients who I have coached into doing the service. And so I want to give some numbers for those people listening. I agree. It's a very hot lead. And right now, on average, for every client I have participating in hyperlocal we're not seeing anything less than 10 to one returns at the moment. Now, my expectation, Isaiah, which is just a personal opinion, but I'm going to throw it in because, because people are used to hearing my opinions on the podcast. My opinion is, is that this is going to diminish over time. There are many markets though, where this hasn't fully penetrated. Now, LA where I live, it is already wildly competitor competitive and hyperlocal search. One last little footnote which we're not going to cover in this show, you can get increased positioning, not only through bidding, which is something that they do on like a hyper local. They're saying, how much are you willing to pay per call? Just like Google does with everything. And it does affect position a lot. However, it is a misconception that it is the only ranking that they're currently using for hyper local search paid search packets. Agreed. They are benchmarking based on their usual hyperlocal services signals, which is citations, number of reviews, responsiveness to reviews. Do you have a YouTube channel that is connected into your your core uh, Google My Business account? If you have all of these things, my experience has been so far, my clients get top three positioning far more frequently than any other people that I see 
mostly because we've optimized all these other things that relate to hyperlocal. Um, that is just my commentary, Isaiah. I just want to make sure it is, it is super exciting. It yeah. doesn't affect the vast majority of real estate search, but the search that it does affect, it does impact greatly, in my opinion. Yeah, and Robert, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. That was kind of where I was going to go next with it. Is that SEO and optimization of your Google business page become even more important for it to work effectively? To your point, and um, you can't. And I have people that will sign up to it, and they'll say, "Well, it's not working." And all for all the reasons that Robert went over um, are the reasons why it doesn't work as effective. Um, is it? is it is it could and so it's really but it's worth putting the time and energy into it to figure it out and i'll give you a couple case studies here um one of our uh one of our mutual friends and clients that we coach he's been working with this for about 90 days and um he really focused on doing all the things that robert just went over with you okay which we don't have time to really drill too deep down in this podcast but um he got uh he got in one month, 23 phone calls off of, off of the service. And he uh, landed 11 contracts, which six of them were listings, were actually Ooh. listing focused phone calls. Now, there is a first mover advantage on this, just like Zillow. And there is, a, there is penetration, like Robert was talking about, where it's going to, once it gets saturated, saturated, there's going to be diminishing return. And that's why it's important to, to act on it. Um, just like with Zillow. So for example, uh, with Zillow reviews in the beginning, they were just taking reviews in like crazy. And if you just went out and you asked your brother, your sister, your mother, you could go on Zillow and you could organically get placed on Zillow very high just by going out and get a, a bunch of reviews. And it was kind of like the wild, wild west of reviews. There was some regulation on it. And those agents that did that for years, for 10 years or more, had had a top ranking on Zillow and would get a bunch of free phone calls. Um, and um, and it's a little bit like that with 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 Google. It's going to change fast. So and like you, and like Robert was saying, this is not the end all be all. This is one strategy of many lead generation strategies to to consider and look into. So I would I would put them as right now on the A list now. Um, Robert, is there anything else you want to add for clarification before I move on to the next part of the marketing plan? No, I would like to say, though, and John will we'll circle back around to this, but uh, Isaiah, I want to plant this seed in the middle of the podcast before we're going to we're going to have to in about three minutes. We're going to we're going to ask you to stay on for some bonus content. But however, John, I'd love for you to make a footnote. And also, Isaiah, I would love to maybe have you back and talk about specifically about hyper local like lead sure. generation and yeah. as a, as, as a, like its own standalone I show. I love it. Because, because I believe that, so I'm, I'm in ag- agreement with you. I think this is a major cornerstone of any lead generation strategy. Yeah. It's cheap. It's effective. There's no, I mean, it's, it's fantastic in every way, yeah. which means it probably deserves its own platform. Like for us to talk uh, about it by itself. Well, the interesting thing as I observe of this conversation is, Google's done this with other major advertiser players. It's always had a kind of strange relationship with rating with in the restaurant, or you know, the restaurant, the travel industry, mm-hmm. because it, it it always seems it always in the end seems to have a falling out with one of its major 
partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what seems to some ways what is gonna what is happening with Zillow, isn't it? You know, because um, Google doesn't doesn't have to doesn't own them any favors. Um, and you know, when we go for our bonus content, I love Azaya to give some insight how important it is to get reviews on your Google business page, yes. you know. Yes, that's a huge part of the strategy. Um, but we're coming up to close the podcast. So back to you, Robert. Um, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna go to for bonus content, but but uh John, if you don't mind, um I would like to maybe either have an additional topic or or steer the end of the conversation to so because we've just focused on Google My Business and I do believe that it deserves its own show. So talk yeah, about sure. reviews and its own show. Yeah. Robert, could, uh, I one of the, thir- could I have 30 yeah. seconds more just to sure, just yeah. to tie this conversation up? Is that sure. okay? Sure, go for so, it. So this is where I think of the, the big error happens. And that's where we go out and we generate, we, we get our lead generation right, but then we don't get our, our, our what I call database marketing right. And that's, and that's really where if you want to scale your business and you want to uh, have a great foundation, that needs to be part of your marketing plan. So when you're laying out your marketing plan, you need to find as many channels or as many ways to communicate with these leads as possible. And, I'm, and I recommend... That you uh, that you have a system or, or a marketing hub, or develop this ASAP if you're going to be spending money on lead generation, where you can do automated texting, you can do automated uh, email, you can launch a Facebook retargeted campaign, um, making sure that video is integrated with your process to be able to do that, and uh, and then also have a formal strategy where you're constantly communicating with your database. And that's how you win in today's world. And then what you do is you look at all of the leads that are interacting with you in your database. And that's where you come in. If you make, if you, if you make time every day to go in and look at who's interacting with your database, those are the leads that you're going to convert that no other agent's going to convert. And if you follow the simple formula, you can double your transactions in, in a year or less and so I just wanted to add that in. Oh, that I, love, I love it. As I, we, do, we don't normally do this, and I haven't spoken to Robert, but I know you're a very busy guy, but if you can find the time next month, we would love you to come back on the show and talk about Super Local. I'd love um, to. Because um, I think we really delve, and I will contact you and your secretary, and because I know you're very busy, but Sounds if you great. can find the time... We'd love you to come back because it's really important. Back over to you, Robert. So, guys, we're going to wrap this show up. We're going to go into bonus content if Isaiah has the time and is willing to stay with us for 10 more minutes. Isaiah, what I would like to touch on, you actually, we're we're doing a good job of completing each other's thoughts. I was going to say, what are the tools that you'd recommend to have somebody inside the lead optimization process? You then blithely, like, just added in the four or five things. If you wouldn't mind, I'd like you to get a little specific with this, though, because there's a lot of text messaging services and options out there. There's a lot of email services and messages out there. So I'd like to to have you throw down some recommendations, if you have any, for specific services that you like to use inside the high-touch approach you just described. And I'd like to save that for our video bonus content, if you're willing to stay with us for 10 more minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. 
Lovely. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Mail Right Lead Generation Show. I think that we've done a great job, if I do say so myself, or I should say Isaiah has done a great job, and it's been an honor to have him on the show. Isaiah, um, how would you like people to look you up? It, should they be so inclined to do so? Yeah, if you want to just if you want to check um, check myself out and um, learn a little bit more about Ren, um, you can just go to uh, IsaiahColton.com and you can learn more about what I do and what my platform is about. I do have a free gift uh, for everybody that wants access to the sales and marketing plan that I'm speaking of that that will give you uh, every single strategy and tactic you need to execute on a, on a on a marketing plan. So if you just go to www.salesandmarketingplaybook dot com, you can get a three page or you can get a 300 page download of all the strategies that I've used to build my build our brokerage 200 agents and above and as well as scale our broker broker referral, referral program. They're all there um, and the content is yours, along with a really cool productivity dashboard on help get you on the journey uh, here to uh, start streamlining your marketing activities. All right. So uh, just so everybody knows, I've signed up for Isaiah's uh, free gift. It hasn't yet arrived. So expect a small delay when you do sign up. I'm anxious to get into your material when it does arrive in my inbox and will be reviewing it myself uh, for my own edification, not for any other particular reason. I'm just I'm interested in what you have to say. All right, Jonathan, if... um, so. If, uh, if uh, Jonathan, so if anybody wanted to reach out to you, sir, how would they, how would they go about doing that? Um, it's really easy. Just go to the mail-right.com and just contact us and we're always up for a chat. Lovely. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can do the same with me at inboundrem.com and hit the contact me form. But really, if you want to learn something about real estate SEO, if you want a lot of great free information, I hate that word free. It, it, it implies that it has no value. I've, I've been spending about 10,000 hours out of a passion of educating real estate agents on how to get better value out of their real estate lead generation systems about adjusting their paradigm when it comes to how they think about marketing. And you can find all of my thoughts and that journey on my website. And you can also find my personal story for those of you that might be interested. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Stay tuned for those of you who are going to go with us for the 10 minutes of extra content. It's going to be on our video YouTube channel. This is the mail hyphen right dot, uh, uh, at you do that search inside YouTube. And that's where you'll find the additional 10 minutes. We'll see you there.